0: Welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. It is a great Monday morning. I'm excited to be here with you. My name is Brandon. And guess who I am? My name is Craig. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, one thing real quick. Uh-huh. Happy anniversary. You know what, thank you very
1: much um, This is our uh, 36th wedding anniversary That's great And who would have thought 36 years ago today that I'd be sitting in this room with you Right Uh Recording this
0: on a rainy Monday
1: morning So yeah it,
0: Today it, is also, not today, but this year is also my 36th anniversary
1: Of your life Of my life <laughs> Yeah, I know, when we were married you were three months old So I feel extremely elderly right now <laughs> So yeah, but no, I um, I know Anita's going to be listening to this later So um happy anniversary, Anita I, I've already told you this and we celebrated actually uh, the end of last week but um you know it's just um she's like always been the love of my life mm-hmm. and um and you know when you, anybody who's married for a significant amount of time you have a tendency you know you have ups and downs mm-hmm. and all that so um we have kind of since our uh, children are out of the house and we're grandparents and all that we've we've settled into a really good era of life that's great. And, and we like it that's so great. Uh, but yeah it's um we celebrated last week we took a page out of you and Ali's book we went to Amish country that's right we literally copycatted you well you know that's okay it's a good place to go it was really nice and um it rained when we were coming down we only were there like about 24 hours mm-hmm. but one of my favorite Places to go is Hirsch Oh, yeah. Have you ever been there yep. before? Yeah. Yep. And it's super good because, I mean, I don't know how, how in the month of June, at the beginning of June, do they have like these humongous tomatoes? Right. I mean, what are they doing in Amish Country?
0: I don't know. What's going on there? It's gotta be greenhouses.
1: They, they have to be. So, you know, we bought some produce and, mm-hmm. you know, Anita bought some honey and I bought, they had bacon on sale there and I haven't used it yet, okay. but it is that thick
0: cut amish bacon and i can't wait to have it i'll make you bacon well
1: i know you will well you are part amish aren't you
0: (laughs) not really my hair's feeling like it right now
1: (laughs) you know i was gonna ask you uh, what's going on with that today
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay honestly i walked out of the house and forgot to do anything with it like i didn't grab a hat i didn't put any gel in it so it's just thankfully my hair lays down fine does it I don't know, does it? (laughs) Yeah. So real quick, um, just again, to Anita, from me, happy anniversary, and I am so glad that you have put up with Craig for 36 years. There's that, right? There's that. There's that.
1: Oh, I do have to give a uh, huge thank you to uh, Randy Neal, and Mm -hmm. I mentioned him last week because he brought me... A few weeks ago, he brought me samples, you know, of the Black Rifle coffee and all that. So yesterday, as I was coming into our office, and uh, Brandon and I, if you've never been into our offices, our, her, his office and my office are joined together, but we have a little small hallway, and we have a Keurig sitting there. Randy Neal had left a, what is it, 12K cups? Yeah. Of the uh, Beyond Black black rifle coffee and uh, so randy if you're listening god bless you thank you so much for that and i can't wait to try some of that here a little bit later on this afternoon and i'll try to keep brandon out are we supposed to share
0: he did tell me yesterday and you can you can verify with him if you think i'm lying but he did tell me to make sure that you shared with me
1: okay well um I guess I'll have to take you at your
0: word. So right.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll show you. you. got six of them then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, no, that
0: actually reminded me. Now I'm on the, my black rifle coffee app because with my parents coming in last weekend, I'm lower than I normally am and my subscription like won't ship for another couple of days. And I'm wondering if I can get on and order a, a package of coffee if it will get here before that one.
1: And when, when are you coming to a close on your coffee?
0: Like two days. Oh, yeah. That's going to be bad for you. Right.
1: That's going to be bad for all of us. So, if you're listening, would you say a little prayer for all of us when <laughs> Brandon runs out of his
0: coffee? So, uh, right. Exactly. So, uh, what's going on with you? Oh, man. Not a lot. We, um, it, it was a good weekend. Had, um, we had the in laws over for dinner last night. And so we had awesome. some ham loaf. I like your in laws. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. We had some ham loaf. We had some. Mashed potatoes, some macaroni and cheese, some I don't know why we always go into food here.
1: This is crazy because I'm starting to get
0: hungry now. That's food is one of my loves. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but no, they, it's been good. The, the weather was nice this past weekend. I know we've got some rain in the forecast for Mm -hmm. this week, but you know, the weather was nice. So we got outside a lot and, and just, you know, the kids played Mm -hmm. outside and, and everything. So that was good. The weather
1: rain all week. It's raining right now. Um, but did, I think you, you mentioned this, this morning when you came in. Um, what about that little rain shower we had last night? I mean, what was it last maybe a minute and a half, two minutes? And it was like a steady rain and then all of a sudden it quit.
0: We just got sprinkles at our house. See? But it, it was enough to wet the grass.
1: Yeah. At our house, it kind of rained for about a minute and a half. And I thought, oh great, here it comes. And then next thing I know, the sun's out. <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So what else has been going on with you? Anything good? Oh, you know, we, um, you know, we, I'm still recovering from that spider bite. Oh man. Mm-hmm. And uh it's still your arm uh, looks better. My arm is a lot better in it, but it's just like crazy and right. so I'll have to you know, it still swells up every now and then, but man, that thing put a
0: hurting on me, man. And that's crazy.
1: Yeah, that was crazy. And I had a couple people yesterday at church saying, Hey, I heard about the spider bite, and I'm like, How did you hear about right. it? And they're like, Podcast. And I'm like right. Oh
0: yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> we had somebody also talk to us and they were giving me recipes for the Blackstone. Oh yeah. I, yeah. What was macaroni that? Macaroni and cheese on the blackstone. They said they put like I I she's supposed to send it to me. But it's supposed to be like breadcrumbs in the macaroni and cheese and stuff and then you fry it up on the blackstone. I'll tell you what. I'm just getting fatter just sitting here listening just to, to this. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> sounds good. <laughs>
1: Oh, goodness. Yeah, not much going on. Um, hopefully you have a, a good, steady week this week and, um, yeah. get a lot of stuff done. And, yeah. um, we're, um, you know, just planning to, I can't believe it's June.
0: Oh, my goodness. I can't believe
1: that a couple of weeks from now it's Father's Day. And mm-hmm. I mean, what are we like four weeks away from the 4th of July? Yep. yep. I mean, we're going to turn around twice and we're going to be,
0: it's beginning it's to be look exactly. a lot like Christmas. Well, you've you been singing Christmas songs yeah, I for been. a couple months already.
1: You know, I love Christmas songs. I, I absolutely love them. They make me feel good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that Christmas songs are
0: good. Yeah, they're nice. Just not in June.
1: Well, if, I, if, I, if we're done and I start playing the uh, Bing Crosby Christmas song, that remember that cartoon that we mm-hmm. played? That was a good
0: tune. That was fun. Was that White Christmas? No. It, no, dreaming. it wasn't. What was that?
1: What was that?
0: That was so good. Yeah, there's a...
1: Walking in a Winter Wonderland. That's right. That's what it was. That was really good.
0: Yeah, I like his version of that, too. I had never heard that until we watched that video. And it's a video that someone has animated. And there's a cartoon... Version of bing, great cartoon and it looks just like him
1: it does so if you uh, get bored today and you want to try this out go to youtube and type in bing crosby wonder wonderland cartoon you'll have a treat for today it'll get you in the christmas, in the christmas spirit, spirit. spirit six months ahead of
0: time there how about you that go. oh man i don't think i'll do that but yeah so how is how's the new mower
1: Oh, the mower's fabulous. I actually mowed last night because getting ready for the rain to come in and I mowed last week sometime and um I can't believe how fast the grass grows at, at my house. I, I think it does it everywhere, but uh, that thing just, it seems like every time I use it, it cuts better, so. Really? How about your new mower? I
0: don't have it yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, it's been, I've called a few places and they're just not getting the inventory in That's what I've heard From the, of new stuff, the 2021s And what I'm looking at are are 2021s because they've made some, some updates to them And so my, Mm -hmm. actually my mower is, is mowing fine It's doing good, but I I passed your house uh, yesterday morning Mm -hmm. I said, your yard looked good
1: Yeah Yeah, it looked really good
0: Yeah, it's, it's doing better so. So good,
1: I thought maybe I should just have you mow mine
0: If I had a way to get my mower down there, I would. I got a really nice Honda you can use. There we go. I have not push mowed a yard since I was like in my early teens. You know, here's the thing I kind
1: of enjoying about it. It it is a good workout. Oh, for sure. It really is. And, um, you know, I get to step on every piece of my yard, which is really weird. But it's not bad, though. Yeah. I thought I, you know, I thought, well, I'm going to get, this is going to get old. But no, it's it's been pretty good. Good. Takes me a little less than an hour
0: to mow and I'm out. You've only used it twice. It might get old yet this summer. True. I might on the fifth time be like, I'm getting Brandon to come do this for me. <laughs> <laughs> Anita, come mow the yard, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh goodness. So yeah, no, uh, we had a good day yesterday. Had a baptism.
1: We did have a baptism and um, congratulations that was, to Marvin. Marvin Jackson. Yeah. Sounds like a
0: baseball name, doesn't it? Does it does sound like a baseball or name. Or football name. Yep.
1: It's like, hey, and uh coming up on the on deck circle is Marvin Jackson. Yeah, I mean that is a yeah. great baseball name. But no, congratulations, uh, if Marvin's listening or family members, uh just really proud of him. And um I thought it was awesome that Ben, future brother in law, yep, got to baptize him. I thought he did a good job. Yes, he uh, did. Doing that that was, was good. That was really good. And that was some big dudes in that baptistry. Right. I'm like, I thought, man, we're gonna need some more water, but they they pulled that off yeah, really I, good.
0: I, I encouraged Marvin to get on his knees. It's like that's that's good. If you can do that, that's the way to go. He seems really tall. If I got on so my knees. Like he's or something. He's really tall. He's tall. I don't know. I'm not sure how. Everybody's tall to me.
1: Well, that's true. When you're five
0: seven? five, 5'5. Everybody is yeah. tall. Yeah. 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 So, but no, but no, that
1: was really good. I thought the worship was great yesterday. Mm-hmm. And what was the, uh, what was that worship song that, um, that we sang just before I got up? That was
0: Glorious Day. Wow. By passion. I love that song. That is one of my favorite songs. I mean, and when I got up, you could just tell everybody was in a good mood. Yeah. You should have seen them in the sound booth on Thursday night when we practiced that. Like they were up there, like just grooving. I looked up and was like, Oh, it must sound good. <laughs> it was. That was really
1: good. I thought that was really good because that perfect, that perfect song yeah. just to kind of get up and start talking and lead into, yeah. to, to. to I just love it.
0: the lyrics too of, you know, when you called my name, I ran out of that grave. You know, right. we, we die to our old self when we're ba- when we're baptized and, yep. and God calls us out of that old way of living into right. a new life. And so we essentially we're, we're living in a grave. Exactly. And, and when he calls our name, we, we run out of the grave. Exactly. And um and it is a glorious day Mm -hmm. when we, you know, accept him and choose to follow him with all of our hearts. And so just I thought felt like that was a great song to lead into that that topic of baptism.
1: Oh yeah, that was that was super good. And um I um just the whole topic of baptism and it amazes me, um I think I said yesterday, you know, when somebody is baptized how it kinda changes the entire spectrum of like the day and how the excitement and the Holy Spirit just kinda even though you're not the one getting baptized, it's like the Holy Spirit's moving in you, right? Uh, for for that, and I, I I believe that's a spiritual look too, and a spiritual aspect of that because you know, like yesterday, I said um, when you see somebody baptized or you're being baptized, it is a reenactment of the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus exactly. Christ. And I mean, man, that's awesome. Yeah, and that was awesome to see that yesterday. Yes,
0: it, absolutely, and and. I had talked with Marvin um, last week, and he 's actually the one that brought that up that aspect of it up mm-hmm. about that imagery of it being like the death burial and mm-hmm. resurrection it 's like yeah absolutely, right,
1: but no it was uh it was a good day and um Baptism, um, I had several people, um, come up afterwards and, and, and talk to me and just, uh, you know, thanked me for going through just the whole aspect of, you know, sprinkling and the history of sprinkling. Right. right. And, um, you know, do I need to be baptized and how people are like, well, you just have to believe. So it was, it, some of the comments were really good. And then actually had a, a couple people come up saying they were thinking about being baptized and wanted that's to good. get together later yeah. and talk. So I'm, that's exciting. I mean, that, that's exactly what, you know, what it's all about. And, um, so I, I'm excited. You know, who, who knows what God's going to do for that in, in the future, but for sure. Have you been baptized?
0: I have. Okay. I actually got baptized. I was 13 and I got baptized in, um, the Jackson River that flows behind my parents house there in Virginia and they let the water out of the, um, Lake Mumaw.
1: They okay. let
0: the water out of the bottom of the lake. Because the the river flows down through by West Vaco. Um, it's right. West Rock now, whatever it is. It's a paper mill in my hometown. And the paper mill uses the cold water for something to Great. cool their machines down or something. And so we would go swimming in that river growing up, and and I'd get out, and my lips would be – Purple. Like I'm not exaggerating. (laughs) And I'd be shivering, my teeth would be chattering together, and my mom would be like, Is it cold? And I'm like "Uh, uh, No, 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 it's great. (laughs) And it did feel good on like a super hot you know, middle of July, early August day. I don't even know. Has to be like in the low seventies or sixties or it's cold. But anyway, so I got baptized in that river. Okay. Um and so that was that was neat, um to be able to do that. My my papa was baptized that day and I think my aunt was baptized that day as well. Yeah.
1: Um that's awesome. So, yeah. But no, it was a good day and um I, I, I think that, you know, sometimes I don't know if we we should probably talk baptism more than sure. what we do. For sure. Uh and I, you know being here I think I've done it a couple times a year. I'm not so certain that we shouldn't do it, you know, more often just to keep that up and aware because there's always right. new people coming in and um but i did have somebody come up to me actually a couple people yesterday and um uh, thanked me for talking about um baptismal regeneration you know regeneration and also faith only because they said you know they kind of grew up in a household where it's you know you got to be baptized and once the water hits you that's it you right. you know right. so i thought that was really good that you know people were listening and, and and taking that in
0: for sure yeah no and and that's you know like you said too of of hitting the the different aspects of it, of sprinkling. Right. And, you know, I grew up in a Methodist church. And, you know, the Methodists a lot of times will sprinkle. Right. And it's so when I got to be 13, as I was reading my Bible, it's like, hold on, this is what I see baptism to mean. This is mm-hmm. what I believe, you know, being a disciple of Jesus mm-hmm. looks like. You know, and that's that idea that you talked about yesterday of, you know, baptism – is is that outward expression of the decision that you've made to follow Jesus right. to give God your heart and to to live your life right. for Him? You can't make that decision as a baby.
1: Yeah. It has to
0: be a personal decision, and you have to be old enough to be able to understand what you're doing exactly and to make that decision. And so, you know, we have had people ask, you know, why don't why doesn't RCC, you know, sprinkle infants or right? You know, we have a baby dedication day, right? But that's not really dedicating the babies. To God, it's more the parents dedicating themselves to raising their children exactly. in a godly home, and and in a way that honors God, and and to be godly parents
1: exactly, and and I th- and I love that that part of it too because the church right. uh, bears a responsibility exactly in, in encouraging the parents to do that. We can't do that for them, but we can actually be a tool for them for sure. And um, so, in being a tool for them, is to lead them through you know biblical how to raise your family biblically but also right. where to set your kids in, on the right path and uh part of that would be getting them to make that decision to, hey i've sinned in my life i need forgiveness of my sins and you come to Jesus Christ and and then and then you're baptized i love the um a couple quotes and um one was by ralph stockman and um, he's from mount vernon ohio and um Mm -hmm. actually ran across him um i didn't really tell much about him yesterday but i have actually read about him over the last month and a half or so this man was like one of these john the baptist type ministers and um you don't see that a lot anymore where he really just pointed people to the cross pointed people to the open tomb and he pointed people to baptism right and to get them to to um you know become a disciple and to disciple other people he was he's one of those guys that i would have really would have liked to have met but he's been dead dead for years but he had a quote that i that i used yesterday and he says baptism is a greek word that means immersed and i will tell every person that wants to be baptized to be dipped fully and completely and um you know that kind of takes you away from the entire aspect of sprinkling right and then i quoted john wesley which i thought was a good quote you know because um he, he says, um, and he's actually referring to Romans 6-4, but he says, we are buried with Christ, which alludes to the, to the, to the ancient manner of baptism by immersion. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then here's Romans 6-4. Let me go ahead and read that. Yeah, it says this, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. And, and that's a great verse, uh, right? great passage of, of scripture that we were therefore buried with him through baptism in, into death so order that we will be raised from the dead. Right? I love that. And uh, I love the fact that everything points back to Jesus Christ. Everything. Exactly. Uh, the resurrection, the cross, the blood forgiveness, everything points back to Jesus Christ right. always, even through when you're talking about, about baptism. So those were a couple of good quotes, I thought.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was – not to get off, off track here, but there was a comedian that you'd mentioned. Right. What was his name?
1: Oh, geez. It was – um, I oh, got the. Uh, I think it was. uh Oh man, you know. asked me too quick. I'm uh, pulling it up. Oh, it's uh, Yakov Smirnoff. Yakov Smirnoff. He's a Russian comedian.
0: That I probably laughed too hard at that joke, where he said <laughs> <laughs> he said when he first came to America, he went in the store and 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 he saw, um, you but, know. So um what was it he said uh oh so powdered milk powdered milk all you did was add water and boot.
1: Presto, presto you got pop- milk you got milk he said then i saw powdered orange juice mm-hmm. and you add water and presto you've got orange juice and then he said i walked down a couple other aisles and i saw baby powder i was like wow this what a country <laughs> Yeah. First service was all over. that. The second service took a minute, but they got it. Yeah, second, good. second
0: service normally takes a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got a theory behind that. What is that? The first service people come to first service because they're morning people, and so okay. they're there, and they're awake, and they're ready to go. The second service people come to second service because they're not morning people, and even at 1030, they're still not fully awake. They're
1: still not fully awake, and they some of them have come and drug their kids. Exactly. And a lot their, of them yeah. have
0: kids. and So
1: they're just resting down with their cup of coffee when exactly. I get up and I talk about Yakov Smirnoff. Exactly. exactly. No,
0: I I heard that and I'm like, oh my goodness, that's hilarious. <laughs> but but yeah, no, that's beyond that. There was a lot of good stuff yesterday, and, and baptism is something that I do think that it's it's widely um, misunderstood sometimes, right? Um, of what you know what that means. You know, in my bap- once I'm baptized, I'm good. I'm in heaven. Well, no, <laughs> not fully. Exactly. You know, that's that's I love the. The Wayne B. Smith quote, you didn't use it this time, but you've said it before. I think that he said before that, um, too many Christians s- get baptized and spend the rest of their life drip drying at the, on the Baptist Exactly. Stately. It's you like, you,
1: it's like baptism is an end to, is, is the end. Exactly. And it's actually the go, it's it, the go point. It's
0: the beginning. It's the, it's the starting point. Exactly.
1: Of that. And, um, I actually did use a, um, You did wayne smith quote yesterday and um i was actually trying to find it i i I can't find it i've got it here okay
0: it says baptism is not the is not the first step of a convert that a convert takes as a christian it is the last step the sinner takes to become a christian That's a
1: pretty good comment if you think about it is that it's kind of deep and it and it kind of covers you know where you're at he he basically when i see that and i and i read that quote It's like I see the Monopoly board, and you're now putting your piece down on go. Right. It's like the game starts now. The game starts. The game starts now. This is not the game ending. We're not packing the game up. This is the game starting right now. Right. So I I love that. That that was a very good quote.
0: And I have um, – I've told people that before when I've met with them about baptism. It's like, look, this isn't the end. Right. It's not the – this is not the finish line. This is actually the beginning. Right. it's the beginning of the rest of your life as you walk with with Christ daily. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people view it as, okay, I'm gonna, I can wash my hands now because I've been baptized so right. I'm good. Now now the rest of my life is good. Right. 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 When in reality you're starting the rest of your life. Exactly. It's the beginning of the rest of your life following Jesus with all of your heart. Right. Um, yeah, we're going to mess up. We're going to sin. Mm-hmm. But it's repenting. And it's digging into your Bible even more and growing to be more like Jesus every mm-hmm. single day.
1: You know the funny thing about – I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you, but I've, I've had this happen so many times I can't even begin to count the number. Where somebody will say, hey, can you talk to my brother or my husband or cousin or my friend about being baptized? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why don't you do it? Well, I don't right, know. Right? I don't know what to tell them. I'm like, well, have you been baptized? They're like, yes. Yes. I'm like, well, if you're baptized, how do you not know how to talk to them right. about being baptized? And so, you know, the Wayne Smith quote that I used yesterday, and the Wayne Smith quote that I've used before, where it's, you know, you just stand at the steps of the baptistry and you drip dry. Right. When I hear things like that, that's what I think of. I think of this person has just been baptized in. The game ended right there. Other than them just showing up to church, taking communion, and maybe tithing and helping right. out in some area, what's going on there? Right. Because. Jesus tells us, and it always gets back to this too, you know, go into the world and what, to make, make disciples. disciples. Baptizing and, them. Exactly. And so part of making disciples, I mean, who are the first disciples that, that I'm supposed to make and you're supposed to make? Your Our family. family. Yeah. It, it's your kids. And so, um, that's the first, first part that mm-hmm. you do. And while you're doing that, that's a lifelong thing. Anyway. Exactly. And so when you do that, you're also supposed to make disciples. Of other people too, right, and so I think that if we just did what Jesus told us to do and you know we're baptized and then we go talk to other people about the gospel and we help disciple people think about think about what would change in this world right, but I heard a statistic I mean this has been fifteen years ago, and I can't even remember who said this, but they were like they have concluded and and like again i can't I, I can't remember who said this that one ready one out of every thousand are actually discipling. Christians right. are actually discipling and doing what Jesus has told us. One out of every thousand. A thousand. Wow. Now, if you think about it, that's a heavy number. Hmm. But now when you start thinking about that, now you know why we're kind of in the place that we're Right, Right, If one out of every thousand is actually discipling, oh, my goodness. Well, it'd be better if we had two. Exactly. <laughs> right. right.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, and, and I think that as, as you talk about that, and you talked about how you encourage others to to talk to their right. friends or family members about baptism. Right. I personally love to talk to people about baptism. It's one of my favorite things in the world to do. Yeah, um, I, I'd love to do that, but I think it is even better if you can talk to them yourself because you've exactly. got the relationship. And I've told people exactly. that not just about baptism but about God in general. You know, you've got a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. You're the one that has the common interest with them, whether it's a friend or a family exactly. member or whatever. And so you're gonna have a relationship, but rather than me coming in that I don't know them that well mm-hmm. and and so you're gonna have a, a foot in the door exactly. already. And you're gonna be able to answer those questions better. Um, but it's just yeah, just being yep. biblically knowledgeable and, exactly. and founded in your in God's truth
1: and i don't <clears throat> I don't know why people put off baptism anyway, right. like you know there's people that go to church for years, and um it's they're not baptized right and I don't know why we we don't make that step because it's kind of like, okay, I'm coming to church. I want to do what God has asked me to do. I've repented of my sin. Mm-hmm. I want Jesus Christ to be the Lord of my life. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Why wouldn't I be baptized?
0: Well, I think you mentioned it earlier. We probably, we as as the church, don't put the emphasis on it enough. Right. I think that we, we probably need to do a better job of that. Right. Um. There's something else I was going to tie in there too, and now I just went brain dead. That happens a lot to me too yeah it, it had I think it might be the flat hair today for you is that right what it is <laughs> yeah, right. I don't it must be blocking <laughs> everything in
1: well it's like um I had a I had a probably six or seven people after church yesterday say they really like the Francis Jan quote oh my and that was really good where he says well, um why is this even a question just do it if Christ did it why wouldn't you do it exactly and so I'm like that's kind of Let's that's more than getting the rubber on the road. The car's going at hundred miles an hour. Why aren't you just doing this? Just Jesus did
0: it, do it. And that's what I tell people. If it was good enough for Jesus, Mm -hmm. it's good enough for me. Exactly. You know, when I talked to Marvin last week, I told him, you know, I see Jesus, go to be baptized by John the Baptist. And John is John tries to deter him. John's like, I'm unworthy. I'm I'm not even worthy to untie your sandals. And Jesus is like, No, this has to be done. Yeah. And John's obedient and baptizes him. If it was good enough for Jesus, why isn't it good enough for me? Because not only does Jesus do it, but then Jesus again in Matthew 28 commands it, go into all the world, mm-hmm. baptizing them, right. teaching them. And that's where I was, I was going to talk. I think we as the church, and I told this to Marvin, um, but we as the church, I believe, have, have failed
1: mm-hmm.
0: where our goal for far too long has been to get people in the water mm-hmm. and, and they're good.
1: Right. I believe, but but that's, I agree with that.
0: That's where we stop as a church a lot of times. And I think that for us at RCC, we've, we've, we're trying to strive to be better in, okay, that's just the beginning. Now it's right. our role to disciple them, right. to bring them alongside of us, to mm-hmm. lead, to teach. And, and, and that's the great thing about the body of Christ is we do that together. It doesn't, it's not just you and me as ministers, right? it's the body of Christ. And I'll tell this, I think marvin would be okay for me saying this but we'll find out we've we've talked a a (laughs) few times and this last time that i talked to him and and, um he told me that he was probably going to get baptized this past sunday yesterday and um he said you know he said for the longest time i wanted to just get baptized in a smaller setting with not a lot of people i didn't want to do it in front of everybody on a church sunday he said but there was something that i had told him the prior time that we had met that really stuck out to him and he was like I've got to do it on a Sunday with Mm -hmm. everybody there. And I told him, I said, you know, when you get baptized in a bigger setting like that, it does a couple of things. First of all, it's a witness. It is a witness. And it it shows other people, hey, you know, Marvin is is in his 20s. You know, he's been a a Christian. He's believed for a while. He just hasn't taken that step of baptism. Right. Um, And so sometimes you get that, you know, that complex of, oh, what are people going to think of me? Right. And so it, it is a witness to others, and, and it's an encouragement to others. Mm-hmm. But then on the flip side, it allows the body to be able to encourage you and to build you up mm-hmm. and to be able to pour into you. And and so that's there's kind of that twofold exactly. of being baptized. Is it okay to be baptized in a smaller group mm-hmm. with just your family? Yeah, right. that's fine. Um But I also think that it is is important if you're able to mm-hmm. to be able to get baptized in front of the body of Christ, so that you can encourage them by doing so. It is that outward, you know, expression of mm-hmm. of the inward faith that you've already you know proclaimed, but then also so they can in turn encourage you.
1: And, I I agree with that, and um, you know, you look at just the act of baptism. There's a very spiritual. Mm-hmm. Spirit-filled component to right. that. And um when I see that, and I witness that like yesterday, there is something that I think that happens in a person who is truly a believer and mm-hmm. those of us who have been baptized, because, you know, you're baptized, you get the gift of the Holy Spirit. Right. And um so I believe that when I witnessed that yesterday or I witnessed that at any given time in my life, there is almost a breathing of the spirit of God in my heart where God is just fanning the flames in my heart. I was so pumped and I had chills yesterday when he came out out of that water. It's just, have you ever noticed that when everybody comes out of the water, there's not a frown on their face? If you notice their expressions, now can you imagine uh, somebody coming out of the water and they're being, you know, being down about that? I mean, I've never seen that or witnessed that in my entire life as, as a Christian or as a, as a minister. I've never seen that at all. Exactly. And and, you know, there's a, like I said, there's a very spiritual component to baptism, just like there's a very spiritual component to communion. And uh, those, I don't know if Christians and people realize that that this is a spiritual thing right. for us. And so we have to tap into that. I there was a verse of scripture that uh, that I shared yesterday that I think is is really good and and I really like this scripture and it's Galatians 3 uh, 27 and it says all who, all who you've been been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. Is that not an awesome verse? Yeah. I mean, you've been united with Christ in baptism. It is literally like putting on Jesus Christ. That's the spirit, isn't
0: it? Yeah, for sure. That's good stuff. I could sit here and talk about baptism all day long.
1: All right. Well, um,
0: you mentioned – I uh, got lunch to go now, <laughs> Right. You mentioned a verse yesterday that I had mentioned the week before, and I think you had probably mentioned again the week before. I may have. Um, you know, I think sometimes, too, we we make baptism about certain things. Right. You know, and for people to realize there's nothing special about the water. No. You know, that's water that—it's the same water that flows into the sinks here. Right. Um there's nothing special about the person that baptizes you. Mm-mm. You know, you and I both encourage people. I use waiters. I don't know what everybody else uses, but it's right. pretty special. I get in a bathing suit. Oh gosh. I got in my jeans once. Cause I, I didn't, didn't have a bathing suit. suit.
1: Yeah. I, I, I use waiters. Right. I, I, baptize like John the Baptist, like John the Baptist. with waiters. With but waiters. anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to show me that. <laughs> That's in the CBV, the version. Craig Brad's version, <laughs> right. exactly. But no, I think we we put so much weight on that on who who baptizes you. Right, it doesn't have to be a minister. You and I no. both encourage people. Hey, if you've got a family member who who's a believer, and you, they're the ones that have have brought you to this decision, exactly. they're the ones that have discipled you to this exactly. point. Why not have them baptize you? Oh, what yeah. a what a great witness right. of of their discipleship, and what a great memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well and you mentioned john 14 verse 6 jesus says i am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me awesome verse that's that's what it's about it's not about the water it's not about who baptizes you right it's not about anything else Mm -hmm. it's all about jesus exactly
1: i love that verse don't you yes i am the way i am i am the truth i am the life no one comes to the Father except through me. Yeah. That, does that end all arguments of what road do you go to get to heaven? Yeah, absolutely. That ends it right there. Yeah. And, um, you know, for those people who choose not to believe in the Bible, then there's many roads to get to heaven. Exactly. But I think the easiest, here's the thing for me, believing in Jesus Christ and walking in Jesus Christ and, and trusting in Him and believing in the Word of God, uh, may not be easy, but think about how simplified that is when you right. think about that. Right. I mean, it is, it is so simple, but yet it is so hard. Yeah. And I don't understand why that is. Cause I mean, I've made
0: it hard before. Exactly. And I hate it when I do that. Well, I said last week, I pulled this, I pulled John 14 up here because I said last week, I am, I'm encouraged by Thomas because if there's somebody who walked daily with Jesus and witnessed Jesus feeding the 5,000 mm-hmm. and saw Jesus mm-hmm. um, give a blind man his sight and all of these things and he still didn't get it. Like, there's hope for me. Exactly. Um, John 14, verse 1 says, Jesus tells them, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There's more than enough room in my Father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am, and you know the way to where I am going. And then Thomas says this, No, we don't know, Lord. We have no idea where you're going, so how can we know the way exactly? And then Jesus responds, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes yeah. to the Father except through me." You know, and so it's so encouraging sometimes because we do make it right. about things that aren't, you know, aren't right.
1: It's funny you bring that up because <clears throat> everything is connected. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, bringing up Thomas tonight in our D group, and um, we're having D group tonight. Right. We're talking right. about him. Okay, and um, I've actually been, <clears throat> excuse me, been looking at. Thomas over the last six or seven weeks, just briefly. And cause I've, he's intrigued me for some reason. I, I've never really been intrigued by him until recently. And I really have come to the conclusion in just about six weeks of looking at him. Cause I, I kind of would like to do something about him on Easter and kind of use him as okay. a format leading yeah. into Easter. If not this year, maybe next year. But, um, I look at him as a guy who's absolutely in love with Jesus mm-hmm. Christ totally sold out for jesus christ but he is one of those guys like you read that he's like we have no idea what you're talking right? about god what What are you talking about have you ever felt that way though somebody's mm-hmm. talking about something like i have no idea what you're talking about and um i wonder if that's the way that it is i wonder if it's not so much that he doubts it's so much that he's trying he, to he's figure trying to learn.
0: this out i, I want to know yeah i i, I actually have I've thought about that a lot too And, and Thomas has intrigued me. And a lot of times I look at Thomas and be like, you baffoon. Like, (laughs) right. What are you doing? Right. Like you, you are with Jesus. You should know this by now, but I do the same thing. And and I look at Thomas and Peter as probably being very similar, maybe in personalities, but with a little different faith level. Yeah. Peter's like, I'll, I'll follow you to the end of the earth. Right. I'll cut off a guy's ear for you. Exactly. I will, if you tell me to come, I'll walk on water. Yeah. Let's do this. Right. Thomas is like, Oh, um, Yeah, I, I don't know. I've got to see it. Exactly. Um, You know, he's kind of a practical thinker. Right. He had the, I think he had the faith. 100%. He just needed a little bit more clarification and a little bit more proof. Exactly.
1: So I got a question for you. You just used a word. Is it baffoon or buffoon?
0: I don't know. I'm from Virginia. Come on. I say buffoon,
1: but you just said baffoon.
0: I don't, it just came out. I was like, that's kind of like a baboon it's buffoon, I'm pretty Anybody sure. Anybody
1: listening want to get a hold of us and let us know, let us know. If the right pronunciation
0: is Baffoon
1: or Buffoon? Let us know. <laughs> I'm voting for buffoon even though I said Baffoon, okay. so but no, I think you're I think you're one hundred percent right when it comes to Thomas. I think that you know, I look at Peter and I can resonate with Peter because I'd be more like Peter, but I right. also am times am like Thomas. Right. To where I'm like, I, I'm not getting this, God. I'm trusting in you, but I, I I'm not getting this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we hear, you know, Jesus dies and, you know, he's in the grave and, you know, I, I've sometimes wondered why wasn't Thomas one of the first ones at the tomb? Right. And, uh, because he's got such a, you know, a present mm-hmm. personality. Yeah. And, um, I, I've read numerous things and I mean numerous things and, you know, scholars and not scholars and, right. and all that, but, um, I did read something from John Piper, you know, if you're reading John Piper. Definitely a scholar. Okay, so there you go. But he said something about Thomas that intrigued me. He said, maybe the reason why Thomas did not go to the tomb on Easter Sunday morning is that Thomas was still in deep grief over the loss of his friend Jesus Christ. Hmm. And I'm like, that might be good. That That's probably what happened. Because you got to remember, yeah, they are the apostles. And yeah, they did run with Jesus Christ for three and a half years. But you know what? They're human. They're right. going to get mad. They're going to get tired. They're going to get angry. They're going to be discouraged. They're going to be fearful at times. And we see all that through them. Right. And, um, you know, when you said, you know, you think about Thomas and you call him a buffoon or a buffoon or whatever you want to call him, if he could look down at you or me sometimes and peer back heaven, I bet he's looking at us like, wow, what are you guys doing? You have Jesus Christ. You have the entire word of God. Why can't you do this?
0: Why do you doubt? Why right. do you live in fear? Right. Exactly. So, but yeah, good. That's good stuff right there. Yes, it is. I was reading, I uh, was looking here as well. <clears throat> you mentioned the verse from Ephesians 2 8 through 9. It says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from God, or sorry, this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of just points back to that idea mm-hmm. of it's all through Jesus. Um, and then. Does that mean that you know we shouldn't do good things? No, absolutely. I, right. Our faith, the Bible's clear about that, that through our faith, we should have works. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't earn our way to heaven no. by the good things that we do. No, It's, no. it's all through the grace And it's to glorify God, God Jesus. whatever we exactly. do. Exactly. Whatever we do. Yes. It's to glorify
1: God. It's not for you to get thanks. It's not for you it's, to think. Maybe it's not a checks will. and balance system. No. 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 Maybe somebody will notice me. No, it's all About God, it, it right everything goes right back to Jesus Christ every single time. Yep, for us as a follower of Christ, and um, you know, I mess that up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do, but yeah, I can mess that up pretty easy. Yep, for myself and uh, and, and for other people too. So, good stuff though. And you Definitely. know, I just pray for people that if there's somebody that you know is listening. To, um, the service online or somebody that was actually sitting in the service, uh, at uh, nine o'clock or 1030 that God, his spirit's going to move in their heart this week or the coming weeks and God mm-hmm. is going to maybe lead them to the step of this is what I need to do. And, right. Um, right. That's my prayer. That's my prayer for people who, who are thinking about this. So. Yep.
0: Absolutely. It's yep. Good stuff. And, and, and I love, the, and there's so many different instances too, but you mentioned, you know, Philip in the Ethiopian eunuch. Yeah, uh, you mentioned Jesus' baptism. Yeah, you um, didn't read the scripture, but you talked about Cornelius mm-hmm. and, and all of that. There's so many. Nicodemus, ac- there's Nicodemus. Lydia. Yeah, there's so many yep. accounts of baptism the in the New Testament, yep. where it's like, yeah, it just kind of goes back to that Francis Chan quote: mm-hmm. like, why not? Why not do it? Just do it. It was good enough for these people. It was especially good enough for Jesus. Exactly. Just do it.
1: I think if people read through the book of Acts, right. And, um, I think you'd see, you know, like we said yesterday, that is the history, the starting point for the history of the church Mm -hmm. of God, the church of Jesus Christ. And you read through that, man, you're going to see, you're going to, you're going to know what you need to do. Right. And you're going to know what you need to do when it concerning baptism, you know, you you know what you're going to need to do when it comes to other aspects of being a follower of Christ. I mean, this book is phenomenal. Um, Maybe I should go through the book of Acts sometime. It's just. Oh man,
0: that would be good. Yeah.
1: Talk about, talk about taking a year and going through right. the book of Acts. You could actually spend that much time or more on, on the book of Acts, but
0: you would have to, and unless you're going to, you know, preach a 50 minute sermon.
1: <laughs> I could do that.
0: Yes, I know you could.
1: And so worship would be about three minutes long. Right. Yeah. You're like, you're like, you're like now.
0: Good morning. We're going to sing the first verse. <laughs> And um uh, then we're going to get into the sermon <laughs> And we're going to stand could, up We're done If you could take communion with you We don't have time to take it together this morning <laughs> well, Maybe I love we need to you up the on our
1: services Maybe we need to go to an
0: hour and a half I There are a lot of places that do
1: That means I could go 60 minutes then
0: I'm teasing I don't know about I never do I don't that, know about that You could I, I have no <laughs> doubt that you could <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I, it's too much fun.
1: Right it is. Okay. I I can take it. That's right. Yeah. So next week uh we're actually going to talk about the topic of brokenness what that mm, brokenness mm-hmm. over our sin. And um because I don't think we live in a culture even in a in a Christian culture where we are broken under the weight of our sin. And so we're going to use David and we're going to use what took place in his life yeah. and mm-hmm. set that example because um I think that would change a lot of things for us and right. just looking at that word and breaking that down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So hopefully uh people will be here and get to listen to that. And yeah, if they're not here, watch it online. Exactly. Good stuff. Yeah, it is. So, um, we have a, we have a cultural thing going on right now. hmm. And, um, always, uh, kind of hits in the month of June. Yep. And, um, you know, pride month and, uh, that is a very satanic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about pride. The Bible talks a lot about pride, right. but it doesn't talk about pride in a good thing. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, they, we hear a lot about the rainbow. Yep. And uh, if you go to the Creation Museum, which is in Kentucky, Kenham, yep. yep. or you can pull up articles of what he actually says the rainbow is about. But you got somebody sent you something, yep. um, and I wanted you to to share that today because I thought that was really
0: good. Yeah, it was good. I had a conversation with actually one of our listeners; Um they they attend here as well. But we were texting back and forth the other day, and and he just said, um, "Here, I'll send this since it's technically Pride." He put in parentheses month. And all I see is rainbows on social media, at the stores, etc. For our very secular country, I pray that most Christians understand or at least search for some real truths behind the rainbow. And he sent me this image, and it says, Did you know the official rainbow, the Lord's creation, has seven colors, while the official LGBT flag only uses six? In the scriptures, seven represents completion and perfection, while six represents falling short, imitation, and Satan. And then it says the LGBT flag skips indigo. Indigo is a color of royalty and of spiritual knowledge and wisdom, often connecting heaven and earth. The LGBT ultimately do not want to be connected to God. God creates Satan imitates.
1: That's very good. Yeah. That's very good. Does it say who wrote that or?
0: Does not. It was just a post. Um, it just at the bottom, it says awaken to our awful situation. So it was just a, an image that someone created
1: and, and you look at it and you look at that because um i don't have cable but i was at a place where there was cable and um the person was watching cmt country music yep. television and their logos down in the in the bottom i think uh, right hand screen and it was the rainbow mm-hmm. and um i saw that apple on a commercial it's the rainbow everything is the rainbow i don't real i, I don't think christians realize how the disconnect that that's there and how how satanic and how sinful this really is and that this is just it's just another tool that satan is using to pull right. us away from christ to condone something that um that the bible doesn't condone and if, if you just you know google scriptures and put pride, you're going to see what what God thinks about pride, and you're going to see what the Bible says about pride. I mean, Proverbs what eleven two says: when pride comes, then comes disgrace. Mm-hmm. And it says, but with the humble there is wisdom. I mean, you look at even like the pride and what they're saying. There's there's no humility in that. Proverbs sixteen eighteen: pride goes before destruction, destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. One's pride. This is uh, Proverbs twenty nine twenty three. One's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. I mean, do you see that today yeah. in our culture? Yeah. I mean. Everything is about me, 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 give it me. Uh, you got to honor me, whether it is uh, talking about gay pride or whether it's talking about racism or whether it's exactly. talking about Black Lives Matter. Right. Everything is about me. Nothing. No organization on the face of this planet, when it is in your face like that, mm-hmm. has anything godly that is that is attached to that. Right. And so as a Christian, simplicity, if I can make this as simple as I can if, if this takes you away from God and, and his word, it's not of God, it's from Satan. Exactly. Even if it seems to be something that, yeah. quote, is the culture terms yeah. is good, if it takes you away from the word of God, then it is not for you. Right. And you have to, you have to, you have to make a distinction. So here's where the rubber meets the road for you as a Christian. Are you going to stand on the side of God or are you going to waver? Right. Are you going to waver in the black or in the grace? In the gray, gray area there is no gray area in this at right. all right Can, uh, yeah we love the world i mean we don't love the world but we love right. the people of the world we demonstrate the love of god exactly but part of demonstrating the love of god is what speaking the truth exactly and i and i and if i'm preaching the gospel message which is a story of love guess what that tells me i am a sinner what? i have fallen short of the glory of god all have sinned and every single person you see have sinned and nobody wants to be called a sinner and so they don't want you to so whatever I do, don't, don't you dare tell me that I'm living in sin. It's right. not
0: your right. Right. No, it's God's right i Exactly. As you're talking there, I'm reminded of the account where the woman who was caught in adultery is brought out to right. Jesus naked right there in the middle of the streets, right in front of him. And, um, there are all of these leaders. They're right. ready to, they've got, they've got stones. They're ready to stone her. And, and Jesus, I can't, I, I love this. This account because Jesus is – what is he doing? He's kneeling down drawing in the dirt or yeah. writing in the dirt. I don't okay, know. so
1: can, can you pause for a second? What is what is Jesus doing there? Do you think Jesus is biting time? Do you think Jesus is irritated at these guys? Do you think Jesus wants to just slap them? Yes, why I think do you he think, wants to slap them. Why do you think <laughs> Jesus bent down and started writing in the dirt? Yeah, I don't he, know. I've heard a couple different things that Jesus was irritated. He was doodling. Mm-hmm. And then I heard Bob Russell say one time, which I thought was really good. That he started writing the sins of those who were accusing. He didn't mm-hmm. write their names, but he wrote their sins and what they've done. Yeah, and I've I heard that
0: know. too. I've heard. You know, was he writing the Ten Commandments? Was <clears throat> I he, know. You know what was he doing? Right. Um. Oh, back you to know. your story. Sorry. And now back right. to yeah. Back to our regular scheduled right. programming. Uh, but you know he he begins to talk and he tells them, you know, you who are without sin, throw the first stone. Right. And they begin to go away one by one, and he essentially was without sin. He could have could have stoned her by the law exactly by the law he could have stoned her but he looks at her and he says where are your accusers you know get up and and go sin no more um you know there there are other accounts where jesus mm-hmm. does that we're not we're not pointing the finger and condemning Mm-mm. these people the truth is is that you have sin in your life mm-hmm. i have sin in my life mm-hmm. there's a difference in whether you are living in sin right. and you're just whether you're not a Christian or you are a Christian, mm-hmm. you're living in sin, and you're like, this is this is my life, this is the way I'm gonna live. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this is my right. Okay? Exactly. Maybe here on earth it is your right, right. but you have consequences to that. Mm-hmm. There's a difference in living in sin. Sorry if you can hear my stomach growling on the on the thing. I thought there was a dog outside, right? <laughs> and there's a there's a difference in Repenting of your sin, right? Acknowledging that I am sinful. Um, you know, it's it's like the the account in the scriptures where Jesus tells about the tax collector mm-hmm. that comes in to pray, and you've got the Pharisee mm-hmm. that's praying and standing on the corner with his prayer boxes and tassels mm-hmm. on his robe and and all of this, and he's praying so loud, and he's like, you know, dear God, thank you so much for. Um, what you've done for me. Thank, thank you me. that you, you've given me this and that. And thank you that I'm not like this lowly tax collector. <laughs> and then there's the tax collector and then it's just weeping and won't even look up. And he's on his knees and he's looking to the mm-hmm. ground. He's like, you know, God forgive me because I'm a sinner. You yeah. know, there's a, there's a difference in, in those two. Exactly. Those two pictures there. Exactly. Um, and, and you mentioned it, but the problem is, is where, we as Christ followers get off track from God's word, yeah, and and we accept culture, we do, or we sometimes because it it hits close to home in right. our family or exactly. something else. And and if I had to guess, I'd, I've I've got that in my family. Um, I would say that most Christians have that to some extent in their family. Mm-hmm. Um, With with homosexuality, we're talking about Mm -hmm. that with it being Pride Month, and um, you know, and so we we condone it. We do. We we can't condone it. Does it mean we we can't love them? No, we we love them. Right. We just don't condone it. Right. Um, But the problem is, is where I think that Christians get their Bible messed up. Exactly. And Christians are taking you know, I talked about last week of um, taking scriptures out of context. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's very easy to do. Mm -hmm. I I saw a post this past week from, uh, Franklin Graham, it was three days ago and, and he shared a post, um, about a, a LGBT rainbow flag that was, that was flying and, and he was pretty much condemning it for flying. Um, it was at the U S embassy and, Mm um, and he, you know, he, Did he was not ugly in his post or anything? And, and I just, I knew I shouldn't have, but I started scrolling down through the, through the posts. Um, and there was one person who started calling out Franklin Graham and she was like, you're a sinner too. And all of you are sinners and this and that. And, um, and it just goes back to what I was talking about. Yeah. We are sinners. The Bible's clear about that. I talked about that last week, you know, for all of sin and falling short of the glory of God. Um, but right. I also you know mentioned the wages of sin is is death, but the gift of God is eternal life that's only found through one way through Jesus through Jesus christ that's found right. through repentance right that's found through acknowledging that I am a sinner that goes back to what I was saying. there's a difference in right in acknowledging you're a sinner, repenting mm-hmm. of your sin, and then striving. I've got sin in my life that right that I'm gonna always have temptations in my life right and and I have to be persistent in fighting against those temptations right and and i have to to have fellow believers hold me accountable and encourage me right and 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 smack the back of my hand when i when i mess up right and then i have to i do have to repent yeah and i have to ask for forgiveness and that's not because I can't do that because of anything I've done. And the, and the girl, uh, the lady or the girl who has said, you know,
1: you're all sinners. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I know that I am a mm-hmm. sinner, but I also know that I cannot keep doing sin over and over again and partaking in a sin right. as a choice. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause I mean, I even read a scripture yesterday. Remember Romans chapter six? um verse 1 through 6 I'm not going to read all of that but it says should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more of his wonderful grace and it's like right. of course not absolutely not of course not so you know whatever that is if it's pornography if mm-hmm. it's if you know if it's a, if it's an addiction if it's homosexuality or whatever should i keep on sinning so that god can show me more of his wonderful grace no Right. No, no, no. That's not what God's grace is um all about, but it says since we have died to sin, how we how can we continue to live in it? So uh, a person really has to come to the conclusion that I am a sinner, that what I'm doing is a sin, right. that this is an ongoing sin that is in my life and and I have to come clean before God. Right. Does that mean I'm I'm going to quit sinning? No. I'm a human being. I'm so imperfect. I am so imperfect. There's, but that's where God's grace kicks in. It's not just to give me the, it doesn't give me a free card to send and do what I want and say, Oh, guess what? God's grace is going to take care of me because that's what a lot of people, Christians and a lot of people in the world and cultures like, well, it's God's, it's God's, you know, it's his duty to forgive me. Right. I'll fall under his grace. Well, yeah, you also have a duty. <laughs> you know, you also have some prerequisites. So God's grace will kick in. Right. So, um, exactly. yeah, it's just Christians, man, we, we have to get our act together. Yes. We definitely have to get our act together, but
0: yes. And, and it's again, being, being strong. Yep. And, and not being, I don't even know what the right word is. We, we have to be strong in, in our foundation of the word.
1: Yeah, we, um,
0: because if not, we may see something on Facebook or Twitter or something where it's like, well, God's word says this. And it's like, oh,
1: OK. It's like we have to make the choice uh, to believe in God's word 100 percent or not at all. Right. If it's 98 percent, you might as well just say, I don't believe in God's right. word because you're going to be skewered on everything. Mm-hmm. And so this is this is where the rubber meets the road for yep. a follower of Jesus Christ. Right. And um, it's uh I think we're going to see a lot of things take place in the next 12, 24, 36 yeah. months. Yep. So I agree. But hey, what an awesome time to be a Christian. Yep. What an awesome time for God to use us to, uh, to what, for what we need to mm-hmm. do. And, and I think God, he's sending a revival. He is yep. getting people, uh, into places where, um, they probably thought they'd never be. And he is, like I've said a hundred times, he's sifting and shifting and, Gonna do some things in us and through us and around yep. us that we could never think of that could take place, but it's gonna be only by the grace of God and the spirit right. of God. And right. I'm I'm excited about that. I really yeah. am. So
0: well and that's the truth. You know, I think that sin has been around from the beginning. Well, not from the beginning, but after Adam and Eve fell and right. sin in the garden. In the garden. Yeah. Um you know, sin has always been there. You know, you look at um Sodom and Gomorrah you look at, at things like that that took place you look at at Jonah with Nineveh right and we have we have one of two responses to our sin and it's it's just like those two instances you either have Sodom and Gomorrah who is not going to to respond and who's not going to repent and who right. says this is this is who we are this is good right. this is good you know, God, God created this. Well, no, mm-hmm. no, He didn't, and and you see what God did, where mm-hmm. He, man, just wiped them off the, the face of this earth. Right. And then you've got in the, in the account of Jonah, where he goes to Nineveh and and. Tells them they need to repent of their sins and he wants them to, to burn like Sodom yeah. and Gomorrah did and, and they repent and God forgives them and spares them and then Jonah gets mad and that, right? that, that story baffles me too. Like Jonah, you just had a job to do. Go do it and let God, yeah. let God uh, sift things out the way he needs to. You gotta love Jonah, man. You gotta love him. Just, mm. I mean, seriously, you gotta love him because he is so human. Right.
1: He is right. so, human. I mean, he loves God. He's a minister of God. He's a proclaimer of God, but man, he is so not happy happy with these people and he just doesn't like right. them.
0: And then when they don't repent, he's not happy with God. Exactly. And
1: then when they do, he's not happy. So it's kind of like kind of like me with the weather, man. It's like, you know, he's he's very fickle when it comes to that, but he's very human, but man, God does work in him too. Yeah. It's like God's working in the people. None of it God's working. So it's like, hey, we just have to be open and be ready to be used of God. But like what a That's another whole discussion for another whole day, Jonah. Exactly. We could go on hours about Jonah. That'd be a good sermon series. It would be a good sermon series. I can see the
0: graphic already.
1: I saw a sermon series one time on Jonah. The series was called Gulp. 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 Mm -hmm. It was like he gulped him down. It was pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So how long have we
0: been shooting today? About an hour. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's good stuff, though. You know, I think that, you know, just to kind of close out that. That section there on, you know, with it being Pride Month and everything else, you know, it's not our job to condemn someone. No. Um, you know, it's not our job to, um, you know, to tell them they're going to hell, but it is our job to point them to that truth. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't judge them, but we can point them to what the judge says. Right. And, and his truths. Right. Um, we can do that loving. Right. And so I think the biggest thing that we, we can do is, is to pray for them, to pray that God will soften their hearts to hear his word. Right. To pray for those Christians who have family members who are going through this, to pray that God will give them the right words. Right. To pray that God will give them an, an opportunity at a conversation. Um, you know, I I can't imagine, you know, having a, a child go through that, you know, as a father. Um, and my kids are pretty young right now, but, right. you know, having that conversation and what that looks like. But I also think that part of that is on us as Christ followers, as mm-hmm. parents from the very beginning, um, we, and I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but we were watching a, a show on Disney plus and it's a show that my kids have, have liked. And, um, we got to a point of it where we just had to pause it and we had a little moment right there where we said, Hey, this isn't right. It was, um, it was a show and the one boy had two moms. Mm-hmm. and, you know, Disney is, is glorifying that and and, and everything. Yeah. And so I literally right there in the middle of the show paused it and had a conversation with my kids. As godly men and women, that's our responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's not the culture. We, we can't allow the culture to teach our kids what's right and wrong. No, and that's what's happened. The exactly. culture's been raising our families forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so – you know, my prayer is that I don't have to have that mm-hmm. conversation in seven, eight years, nine years with my kids, right. because we had the conversation now and we talked about what God's word says, right. and we stand on that truth, right. and we we pause that show and say, "Hey, this is wrong. I know that this is what culture says mm-hmm. is is okay and good and right, but God's word says it's not."
1: I agree, man, and I and I think you're. I think that's the the best thing that you can do is when your babies are are younger. Mm-hmm. And um, Anita and I got dinged pretty bad a few times when we were parents when Dustin and Danae were younger because people were like, Oh, you're too hard on him. Mm. You're too hard. on him. don't, you shouldn't be doing that. And you know what my response was? No, this is when I want to do right. it. I want to do it now. You know why? Because I don't want to wrestle a 16 year old boy to the ground and then try to deal with it then. Because you know what? Right. He said 16 years under his belt. I'd rather do it when he's four. Right. I'd rather do it when he's five. Mm-hmm. That way the next seven or eight years, I can continue to build on what we're doing here today. Right. And that's what I've, that's, by the grace of God, that's what I've done. And I'm, I wasn't perfect in, My kids listen to this and so, you know, Dustin, Danae, I'm sorry that I was not that great of a dad sometimes and I messed up, but I think they realize that. I think, I think they realize that I'm not perfect, but yet I wanted to put them in, in a place to where they would know God. Exactly. And know God as their personal Lord and Savior. And, um, just to also know that, you know, they're not perfect. I'm not perfect, but God is perfect. For sure. And through, you know, you're doing your best right now and, you know. Yeah, and I don't get it right all the time. Right. And through your failures as a dad yeah. or as a, as a father or a husband, you, you always point your family mm-hmm. back to the perfected Christ. Right. Who is perfect, who will never let yeah. you down. And that's, and you just, in some way, either telling them or showing them, that's what I want for you. Right. I want you to look at Jesus Christ and go over me right. and my imperfection exactly. of, of that. And so yeah. I, I believe that you're, you're doing the right thing because, mm-hmm. um, uh, I think that you know you you can read a lot of articles online about Christians and pride and uh, uh, honestly um I read four or five articles a couple days ago mm-hmm. and not one of them were right, right. not one of them were right. right not one of them were biblical yep. it started off that way and right. then you're like oh brother yeah and it goes back to so satan is really captivating the culture yep. right now in this and um but if it's not this it's going to be something exactly else. exactly so it's like you know it's like i talked a few weeks ago about dual survivor you know cody yes. and dave canterbury and you know he, christians have to be they've got to adapt to this culture doesn't mean we have to condone it doesn't mean we have to take part in it but we have to adapt to it to prepare exactly. what god wants us to do so yes um this is another old podcast. Exactly. So we may have to, we have to continue that next week or a week after. I don't know. For sure.
0: Yeah. No. And I I think that, that there's so much truth right there in that. And, um, and and, yeah, those articles that you read of where it started off good, but then it it just went away from God's word. Right. You know, that, that therein lies the problem, Mm -hmm. you know, they use a verse, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just go off of that right. and try to prove their point. Right. And, right. and again, that's out of context right. or whatever. Yep. So it, it's, it's sad, um, you know, that, that we have to, to deal with that. But I think that that brings up another mm-hmm. great point that we've mentioned before is that if Satan can get in the church, if Satan can work amongst Christians, then he doesn't have to worry about the world. Right. We're going to take care of that for him. Right. So whether that is, you know, getting in a church to cause dissension, to cause, mm-hmm. um, bitterness, to cause, um, you know, feuding or fighting or mm-hmm. whatever disagreements, um, amongst Christ followers, mm-hmm. then he doesn't have to worry about the world. Right. Because Christ followers are going to look at me like, well, what, you know, we're, we then cease to fulfill God's mission. Right. Um, and so if, Satan can get into the church, get into Christ's followers by allowing Christians to write articles that go against God's word, right? Whether it be on um, Pride Month or something else, right? He doesn't have to worry about the world, no,
1: not at all, because be- he's one. Exactly, and that'll taint your. And that's why we always go back to God, yeah, His Word, and it's like, hey, I, I have opinions. Mm-hmm. You have opinions. Yes. Guess what. Sometimes my opinions change Mm -hmm. sometimes in my growth pattern as a Christian over the last 35 years, 36 years, 38 years, 40 years. Guess what? My 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 opinions have changed on scripture because I've grown and I'm like, oh, I did not have that right. 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 And so I'm I'll be the first to admit, you know, I am an ever changing person by the Mm -hmm. grace of God. And but I'm landing on this on the word of God. Right. And I don't want my opinion to supersede. God right and what he has to say so when you Write an article like that you know you could Say you know this is my opinion but they're Not saying it like that they're right. saying God is right. telling You no God's well, not doing that at all exactly You know it's like that's not happening at all and that's
0: so. Why you can't just use one verse of scripture right You have to build a foundation Of scriptures right you know and And if God says it there's gonna be more than just one verse exactly. to back you up. Right. Exactly. And and so that's where it's sad, but then you know, the opposite thing or the other thing there it too is is that people are buying into that. Exactly. And they're like,
1: oh well, I didn't realize that. Exactly. Do you know what I see coming through the window? Sunshine. Sunshine.
0: I've got sunshine. Okay, well, thank you guys for joining. <laughs> when it's cold outside, Craig.
1: Oh my. This is getting pretty weird. That is weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I apologize. I'm... You going to delete that part? Or no, I don't know. Good stuff today though. Was good. Good stuff. Yeah. Even the song. Thank you for the song. Hey, you're welcome. I'm, I'm here to, to serve. <laughs> yeah, it's good. To... <laughs> so, Hey, he... just a note.
1: We got prayer night tomorrow night. Yep. Tuesday night at seven o'clock. And, uh, so join us live on Facebook. Facebook. We're looking forward to that. And, um, we also are still doing the baby bottle drive and uh, have a couple yeah. more
0: weeks to get your baby bottle in a couple fill more with weeks change or fill money change
1: dollar bill stuff that thing full bring it Checks. back and all that goes to the new path pregnancy center so mm-hmm. that's uh that's good stuff what else is going on that kind of big
0: oh goodness father's
1: Day's coming up on june 20th mm-hmm. that's nice yeah
0: fourth of july is coming up in about four weeks Yep, it's graduation season. It's wedding season. So congratulations to mm. all those graduates right. and all those newly married couples. Yeah, you know how that is. This big June weddings. Those we were big at June, June weddings. weddings. Yep, thirty six we years May. ago. Yep, we were Memorial were Day May. weekend. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, a lot of good stuff going on and um, good stuff coming up in the fall with the um, service going to be held down at the campground or campground fairground. Yeah, right. And um, so I'm looking forward to that. So you're yeah. everyone, if you're listening, pay careful attention. We'll be giving you more updates on that. And yeah. that's going to be on Labor Day weekend Sunday, which was September 5th, I think. I think so. so yeah. Yeah. So that'll be good
0: stuff. And yeah. um, a lot
1: of a lot of fun things going yeah. on. A lot, a lot of, of good stuff. A lot of
0: women's ministry events going on. Head yeah. over to richwood.church forward slash women. Check those out. Exactly. Um, There's something else that I was thinking of too. Hmm. Must not have been that important. Must not have been. Yeah. We have a grounded podcast. Did you know that?
1: I did know that. And um, somebody asked me yesterday about t shirts. And they said, I thought you were getting t shirts. Oh, that is in the works. Okay. It is in the works. That's not in the church merchandise
0: that we're doing. Right? That is not in the church okay. merch. No. Which, that'd be kind of fun. The, there's that. We got the church merch. There you go. Yeah. Richwood.church. Um, scroll down under, the, on the homepage there and click on the, the link to the church merch site. There are t-shirts. I think there's still sweatshirts on there. I know some people like my wife, um, gets cold very easy and even in the middle of summer. So mm-hmm. maybe you want a sweatshirt. Um, there are. seen a lot of those. Um, yeah. There are polos. Um, so maybe you're a golfer and you want to get you. A golf shirt or I don't know.
1: I think you need to put the grounded podcast T-shirt on there. See what happens with that.
0: We might. We'll see. Yeah. They're going to be a little more expensive because. Well, of course. they happen to be, I, mean, I mean, look who's on there. It's got your bitmoji and my bitmoji. Yeah. Right. And they're going to be a hundred dollars a piece. Everybody. Jeez. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: We do need to say that if we uh, have a special guest That's what they get when they come on here
0: Is a t-shirt or right. something Right, we'll have cool. people lining up to be special oh, be guests Oh, banging
1: up the doors I mean, Todd will be the first one his face exactly. pressed against the window So
0: <laughs> give me that t-shirt Give me that t-shirt <laughs> He would want his bitmoji on it too I did that, uh was that two years ago? We ought to start working on that We did a, a staff Christmas card with all of our bitmojis That was pretty clever actually. threw it out on Facebook That was pretty good Yeah, we need to start working on that now That was pretty good So I'm looking forward to, what is that, next month? The James series, right, yeah, We're gonna that's do gonna James be good. starting
1: in uh be the week after Fourth of July week, so refueling your faith, refueling refueling your faith, say yeah. that three times, yeah, that's that's tough, but no, I am too. I'm looking forward to that. that's gonna be probably about seven weeks or okay. something like that, yeah. and this ought to be just a kind of a good thing to roll through. I love James, yeah, that is a good book, yeah. So if you're not, if you haven't read it in a while, go ahead and start brush reading up. it and brush yeah. up on it and get ready. Here it comes, right? Yep. About three or four weeks from now. It's going to be good. Yep.
0: All right. Do you have anything
1: else? I don't just, um, looking forward to see what goes on with your hair
0: the rest of the day, but. I might have to go home and fix it. I don't know. Or Grab a hat. I don't what know. What about mine? Oh, yours is beautiful under that Cincinnati Reds hat. Right, I can tell you did the same thing with yours that I did to mine. I did. I was just like, Nothing. you know, it's
1: supposed to rain. I'm just going to wear a hat
0: today. Right. I'm be done with it. Yeah. So. Well, thanks again for everybody listening. No matter where you're listening from, I know that we've still got people. Um, unless, unless, um, Podbean is lying to us, we still have a ton of people listening from New York. That we have not heard from anybody. So Go if you're listening Yankees. from New York, um, <laughs> email us richwood, R-I-C-H-W-O-O-D church of Christ at gmail.com. And we just want to know uh, where you're listening from and how you found us. Um, we have quite a few people. I think we're up to like 13 total from the United Kingdom listening and that's i awesome, think actually. that's great that's, that's awesome that's amazing and you so know what we
1: should do is say if whoever is the first person from new york or the united kingdom to contact us they'll get a free t-shirt a free t-shirt we'll send them a free t-shirt are you paying for the shipping I'll pay to for it. the uk i'll do that okay well,
0: don't tell anybody but we'll take it out of todd's todd's budget yeah, yeah we'll take okay it out good deal yeah Good deal. So, yeah, no, thanks for listening. Maybe you're listening from another state other than Ohio or another area in Ohio, um, and you just happen to find us, shoot us an email. We would love to hear from you. We still are um, going to here in a, a couple of weeks probably. We're going to do uh, an episode where we are going to pull your questions. We've got a few of those in, and we're going to pull those out of a hat or a mug or something and, and answer those questions. That'll be fine. That's going to be good. We've got some good questions in. We do. That'll be fine. So. That'll 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 we could make sure we're well rested that night, mm, right? Coming into that morning, yeah. exactly. Be a three-hour podcast. Oh gosh! So yeah, and maybe we'll have a special guest coming up here soon. That'll be fun. I always like the guests; those are fun. They are fun. They're really good. So okay, anything else? I'm good, man. Happy guys anniversary! A, thank you again. Yeah, and
1: happy anniversary to Anita, and thank you guys for listening as always. And we enjoy doing this. And uh, like again, if you enjoy it. Like, share, stomp on it. You know, send subscribe. it along. Do whatever yeah. you need to do. Subscribe to it. Um, keep passing along because we just um, we we just thank you guys for listening. Hey, have a great day.